Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And welcome to episode 22 of the Brews and Bruins podcast. My name is Cam Hasbrook, and I am joined by the lovely Drew Johnson and Chris Gear. Guys, you missed me last week. I, I, I figured we'd spend the first couple minutes just talking about, uh, you know, how much you missed me. Yeah, man. What were you doing? How yeah, was your did. How was your day off? Uh, it actually was not. Well, <laughs> it was my day off for the podcast. It was not my day off from life. Uh, I was working, so. But um, hey, it was good to have Colin on. Uh, no, you you wouldn't know. You weren't here. But yes, me and Chris can well, say it was good I'm to told. have Colin on. <laughs> I it sounds like you guys had a good time and everything. And um, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get the chance to speak with Colin. No, I'd say in person, but it's not even in person, really. Just kind of virtually, still, I guess. But um, I'm sure we'll have him on again another time. It sounds like we had well, a good time. Well, so. the only reason you're back is because Colin couldn't do it this week. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm well aware. I know uh, he's he's the new owner of this podcast. I'm pretty sure now, so I'm I'm glad that uh, he had a good time in his in his inaugural run. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed having Colin on. Uh, I feel like eventually this podcast is just going to be Drew Court and Colin. And Kim <laughs> Why and I me? Have to go make our own podcast <laughs> again. You're the only one who hasn't been replaced yet. Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I haven't missed an episode. Gotta, I was going to miss yeah. this Thursday, but. Uh, we switched to Monday recordings, so this gets released on Tuesday. Oh yeah! By the way, the happy Happy Monday, guys! Happy Monday, um, guys! It's my Saturday though, so <laughs> cheers! Happy, I'll drink to that. <laughs> happy Tuesday or later to uh, whoever else is listening. Um, yeah. So, um, guys, what are we what are we drinking tonight? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I was just telling Drew this is a this is a mouthful. Uh, we got the Henhouse Brewing Company. Twice certified independent AF double IPA with mosaic and Pacific Jade hops. Wow, that's. Would you say it's a drinkable beer that you can taste? Or... No, I think it's a uh, it's it's a mouthful. Is the slogan right? It's yeah. it's a mouthful of beer you can taste. <laughs> oh, that's literally the. the <laughs> no, no, say, it's not sure literally. You just, a it's a mouthful. <laughs> um, no, oh, so, I thought uh, that was actually the slogan. It's just a mouthful. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. That would that should be yes. It. So uh, California's got a cool thing going on. I don't know if uh, if you guys have this in your states, but uh, basically any brewery um, that ships can ship in California, and you can you can just have beer delivered, and it usually ships overnight. And jeez, it's pretty nice. It's better than yeah. Amazon. So, so yeah, this beer uh, this is from up in Santa Rosa, which is uh, it's kind of like Bay Area, so it's not anywhere near me, but had it to me in the next couple of days and uh it's it's we're down to the last few um and they're all double ipas and i'm a little worried about how this podcast is gonna go because <laughs> that's that's all i'm drinking right yeah, now yeah well the viewers are gonna be or the listeners i suppose are gonna be excited because that's that's when things get best here as 
as Drew knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drew, Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a Whirlpool from Night Shift Brewery, New England Pale Ale. It's not an IPA. I always thought it was an IPA. Wow. All right, you learn something new every day. I drink this beer a lot. Well, not anymore, but they have it at the uh, local bar, like literally across the street from me, which is super dangerous to have in that proximity. <laughs> um but yeah, they they have night shift, and that's Whirlpool's always the one they have on tap. So uh, they're out of Everett, Mass. So shout out to Everett, I guess. I don't know. I don't th- I've been there. Yeah, I've been there too. I think I've driven through it. <laughs> no, I, I mean I've been to the brewery. Oh, I thought you meant the town. Yeah, I would love to go to their brewery. I I like a lot of their a lot of their uh, their beers. All right, Cam, cut me off. Yeah, I'm running out of things to say. <laughs> All right, uh, I am drinking a Portland Zoo backyard boogie from Lone Pine. Oh, Brewing that's Company. a cool label. Yeah, that's the good. That's cool. the good can. I would. Uh, I would definitely Google this guy. I think we tell you guys to do this every time, but if uh, if you want to see a cool looking can, I think we just we just need to make it like a YouTube video podcast. We got to turn the webcam. <laughs> yeah, I should have on. taken a picture of it for the Instagram beforehand, actually. But I was really confused because I. I for those of you who are just tuning in for your first episode, just recently moved here to Maine, so I'm getting getting used to this whole craft beer scene. And I uh, I brought this one home because it looked pretty good. And my roommate was like, "Yeah, so they brew it in like you know conjunction with Portland Zoo." And I thought that was a literal zoo. Like I thought they literally were brewing it with a zoo for like <laughs> a, you know like a promotion or something. And then I, I realized I was wrong for that one. But um, it is a good beer. It's a Galaxy IP, or sorry, Galaxy Pale Ale, not an IPA technique. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Big fan. Love right, good stuff. Um, yeah. Very so uh, I was gonna I was gonna make fun of you for uh, for saying if you're listening to this uh, this is your first episode of Brews and Bruins. I was gonna say I'm gonna make fun of you, but I was gonna say what took you so long if this is your first episode, <laughs> but. It occurs to me that it would make sense for someone to start listening to a hockey podcast when hockey is, as of today, kind of resuming first full practices for the NHL. I don't know if we want to get into that right away, but we had some we had some yeah. other things we wanted to talk about, but it seemed like a good transition. Yeah, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I think the big thing, I don't know how you want to tackle this exactly, but obviously, like you were saying, practices resuming and then... The report coming out today that 43 players have tested positive for coronavirus since um, June 8th. Do we want to just start on the yeah since June 8th? Do we want to even start on whether hockey should be back? I mean, look, I, I love hockey as much as anybody else in the world, and that's the reason we started this podcast. And um, you know, I would die for that sport, but I don't know if we should be forcing people to, and you know, not force people to die. I want to say it's that extreme <laughs> yeah. necessarily yet, but you know what this I mean? This isn't it's, the gladiator arenas yeah. or anything like that. The point that, is that that'd be cool. There's some serious ethical concerns about, you know, asking players to go even in Toronto and Edmonton where the NHL is doing it, let alone you look at the NBA going to Florida and Disney world right now, uh, as they set a new, you know, single day case record over 15,000 cases. It's like, yeah, how do you fit this in right now? It's tough to justify at some point. Well, luckily they're playing um, in Canada where they yeah, actually sure. took it's it better. seriously and it's not too, 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 too bad there. But Yeah, I think Toronto is kind of a different story from Edmonton. Yeah. But, I agree. Uh, yeah, but, well, so my, my two cents on this are you're allowed to think two different things. You can have some cognitive distance, distance here. Um, 
yeah, you're you're allowed to think it's a really bad idea for sports to be starting up at a time when I, when this all started, we shut everything down for a couple of cases, and and I understand that there are things in place that uh, make it a little less risky for everybody if a couple of people get cases now. But still, if you put it into perspective, like what we were dealing with then and what we're dealing with now and how, especially with the MLB uh, deciding that, all right, it's okay to travel, like teams are going to travel and uh, like the Red Sox are, the Red Sox are going to be in Tampa on August 4th. And I'm thinking like, that curve is not flattening. Like what's it going to be, what's it going to be like in Tampa on August 4th when the Red Sox have to travel and like how many how many players are going to have this and i don't know they, that's tough to think about but the other thing is you're allowed to be excited that your favorite sport is coming back and we we've all been i mean i know you guys have been like doing stuff but i'm for the most part we've just been like sitting at home and been really bored for a long time yeah. And it's okay to be excited about something. I mean, like, we turned our podcast into a Korean baseball podcast for <laughs> a few episodes. Uh, we we got excited about a sport coming back. Um, I'm excited about days. F1 racing coming back. Oh, it's been back. But... Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, you're allowed to think two things. You're allowed to be excited. Uh, I think just the most important thing is don't shame players who don't want to play. And, yeah. uh, Stephen Camper didn't want to play, and... Well, like absolutely, totally fine, and no, it's it's because anyway, he, he doesn't want to understand why. That's why he isn't playing. He just doesn't <laughs> yeah. care about the cup. Yeah. So. I'm not sure I understand trade the, the trade backlash. Trade uh, So I mean, I guess I understand it from the perspective For of people Jack who don't Lyle. believe that COVID is a real thing. <laughs> hey, everybody who's listening, COVID is a real thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't understand like rational human beings being like man i can't believe this guy doesn't want to risk his life to play in a in a playoffs that's going to be uh attached with like seven different asterisks by the end of it no matter who wins this tournament uh the rest of the league is going to say it doesn't count so like i don't know yeah he probably definitely doesn't want to i mean i think i think it's safe to say well now i say i'm going to jinx it or something but the players uh at least early on when they were like announcing that players are getting it and stuff and when you heard a name, whether it was the NHL or the MLB or whatever, they were showing no symptoms, a lot of the reports said. And they just got tested because the league's like, Hey, you gotta get tested before we come back and then all these tests came through. So I'm not so much worried about the safety of the players, but everybody else around that, people working the facilities, coaching staff, people who are a little bit older you know <laughs> all right well not to not to interrupt you drew but uh freddie freeman uh player for the braves um apparently not doing great really um i mean like he's not like i i haven't heard anything beyond like he had symptoms and he's not returning for a very long time oh wow um or Aroldis chapman noted terrible human being yeah uh also symptomatic um and then the other thing we don't know is the long-term yeah, effects, effects of, it, of, yeah. of COVID. So even the people who are asymptomatic now, I've, I've heard of like recurrence of symptoms and, yeah. and things like that, where you just don't know. So True. there's no reason why any of the players 
need to be there and there's no reason to fault them for not wanting to decide yeah. like hey we don't really know about this so we don't know if we're going to be safe no one knows if it's going to be safe a month two months from now like this tournament may not even finish like what happens if a bunch of players on one team test positive in the like in the eastern conference finals and they have to force the cup finals even like yeah well so uh not very fun fact uh just a an old fact um there was one year the stanley cup wasn't played um yeah during the spanish flu yeah it was during the spanish flu and uh they tried to play it um i guess it it was played it wasn't awarded Uh, i think they got to like game five or something like that and a dude died from spanish flu and so they didn't they canceled it um and i mean i obviously really hope that doesn't happen but it is a possibility yeah yeah that's that's the concern it's like and and i agree with chris before we get like too morbid here i agree with chris i think i don't know maybe this is just us being sports fans and but i i I think it is fair to like have your criticisms and that sort of thing but also be excited to have sports back just because it's normalcy i mean it's been months since we've had i mean let alone a hockey game just really any kind of regular sports schedule and to see that coming back and especially when you look at uh, i mean i've seen it all on twitter and stuff with the schedules for um, between all the different sports leagues it's like there's a game there's like four games on all day yeah it's gonna be like sports heaven in that perspective obviously things will be diluted without fans and, and that sort of thing but um, I, I, I agree. I think it's fair to to be excited that it's coming back while also recognizing or, I guess, discussing whether or not, you know, the ethical concerns, I guess, um, of bringing those sports back. So there's a little bit of both going on for sure. Yeah, I think the big reason why the NHL is pushing for it to come back is just the publicity. I feel like that like makes makes it sound lower but you know hockey isn't the most popular sport in north america well maybe north america if you consider canada but still but not in america and population wise yeah and there's i don't don't think that yeah no no yeah population wise yeah um like per country like i think it it would be a tie probably (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah they in america specifically it's not it's the fourth most popular of the four major sports and fifth most if you count college football yeah exactly so <laughs> it's fair. uh it'll be good for awareness for the league to possibly get some fans on board people who uh are usually watching you know other sports it's going to be on all day people a lot of people anyway are laid off or furloughed or uh unemployed right now so they're like you know if they're a sports fan, yeah, they'll turn on a hockey game. Like I, I'd turn on a basketball game if they were playing right now. I'm bored as hell, and I want sports. So, um, but yeah, questionable on due to the risk of COVID. Like when they were originally planning it, things were going down, so it seemed realistic, and things have spiked. But they're still kind of they were almost fully committed to it or approaching that full commitment to it when it was starting to spike up again. So it's kind of a difficult situation they're in with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Personally, I'm just happy hockey's back. I hope nothing bad happens. Yeah, it is so regionalized, especially. That's a good point that Chris brought up about baseball. Like, that, to me, I had somebody ask me earlier, like, are the teams going to be traveling? Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the plan right now, which I think – Again, they have systems in place, especially in hockey with the two hub cities in Canada, I think, of 
any of the sports that are planning to come back, I think hockey has the most responsible plan. Take that for what it's worth compared to, you know, everything else going on right now. But um, I think, like, like something like baseball, like Chris said, is a lot a lot more questionable, honestly, with having to – even with the limited schedule and keeping, you know, the AL East playing the NL East and keeping somewhat regionalized travel schedules, it's going to be uh, – it's, it's still a lot different when you're jumping from city to city, like, like Chris said from going from Boston or anywhere really in New England right now, which is doing relatively well jumping into Florida, like, which, as I mentioned before, just shattered the case record for a single day. Yeah, there's uh, some pretty wild uh, yeah, like, <laughs> stats out there. Like, yeah. I, I forget exactly what countries they were comparing it to, but Florida had a spike today that was more than like the total number of cases for some European country. I think it was all of the EU, I thought. And maybe it was. Jesus. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was, because... Like, they were in, like, the hundreds of... I, I don't know about maybe new cases and stuff, but, yeah, like, I know total active in Florida was known, which we should also say total known cases, which I'm sure there's far more that are unknown. Yeah. Um, but... Well, I think... Right, yeah, do we it's, wanna, it's not great. Uh, do we want to move from one ethical concern to another I, ethical I had concern? One more, I had one more the... thing on the uh, baseball front. Okay. In terms uh, of yeah, them yeah. traveling, it's just hard because it's hard to have a neutral site because in hockey, the the dimensions of a hockey rink are the same league-wide. Whereas, like, say you were to have Fenway be a neutral site, then the, it's just kind of like you have the Green Monster and there's another neutral site and the dimensions are different. So I understand yeah. why it's more to keep it kind of a level playing field that you need to travel, but still risky. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Not that they'd have it in Fenway, because that's completely unfair. But you know, any say yeah. all stadiums are different from one another uh, in terms of that is a good point, where yeah. the walls and are. Granted, it's like how much how much you can weigh that as far as worth goes. Exactly, better, yeah. which I I know it's not what you're trying to say. No, no, for that sure. That is a good point as far as just fairness goes. It's not like you know, even without. I guess you take out the fans in hockey, and essentially every building's the yeah. same. Like the Bru- the Bruins could they could play at Warrior like. It's not like there's a crowd, yeah, but that rink is the same yeah. size as TD Garden, you know. So, yeah, there's no difference there. Probably the ice might be a little better too. Probably a little better. Yeah. <laughs> so. See cars whizzing by on the highway in yeah. the background. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, another ethical issue. Um, so the uh, I, I assume this is what you were mentioning, Chris. The Washington Redskins. <laughs> I have a yeah, you, can get, you can gather this one. We're Drew, talking yeah. about the Washington NFL football team. Yeah, the Washington, the Washington football team. As the Washington Post calls them. Yeah, we don't have to say the word. Uh, you're yeah. right. The Washington football team, the owner, after saying for years, and specifically I think the past two weeks when he was feeling pressure, he said he would never, ever, ever change the name uh, and was like really, really emphasized. I think that was back in 2013 he said that. Okay. Well... There was pressure I mean, then. He was clearly... It doesn't change the... He was uh, yeah. clearly, <laughs> clearly not wanting to until sponsors threatened to pull out. Like, big sponsors. Yeah, and then, the name of the out of the goodness of his heart. America, <laughs> Nike, all of them were saying, hey, we're going to withdraw our sponsorships. FedEx was the FedEx, big one. because they own the building, right? It's the FedEx. Word. Yeah, it's FedEx Field. So, yeah. Um, but, on the other hand, the Chicago Blackhawks didn't. And that's how we're tying this into hockey. <laughs> but I think maybe start with the red uh, the the team that shall not be named anymore. <sighs> I think my my favorite. <laughs> so today there was a uh, it came out that some guy like an actuary in like Florida or something 
bought up all the uh, all the trademarks for potential names for the the new team name. <laughs> um, and one of the ones he bought up was the Washington Radskins. <laughs> oh no, dude! Like uh, that's just a waste of money. <laughs> there were proposed names that they were saying. One was Warriors, Red Wolves. Red the, something the Red else. Tails. Red was a good yeah, reason. I'm Team Red Tails. I was gonna say, yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, so and that does tie in nicely with uh, our Blackhawks conversation because um, it's while it's a little different uh, because it's named after a, a person and it's meant to honor the person. Well, I guess it's, it's named after a a military unit uh, that was named after a military <clears throat> leader, a Native American chief. Yeah. Um, but even that has some, some problematic background because the ch- uh, chief it's named after was, um, a, a victim of his tribe's land being stolen mm-hmm. in the war of 1812. And there's kind of some weird, um, like fetish, fetishization of war where like, uh, this is a worthy adversary. So let's name our, uh, our platoon or whatever after him. And, uh, basically my, my stand here is, uh, one of the things when when Washington's football team was considering changing their name, anything on Twitter, someone would post the nine out of ten Native Americans doesn't care about the name or doesn't think it's a slur, which was a a survey that uh, was widely disregarded because it didn't really survey a whole lot of people. And <sighs> a later survey came out and said it, it was more like fifty fifty, um, but when you're treating when you're talking about things that could potentially offend people it's not a it's not a vote it's not a majority yeah. rules kind of thing if you're offending 20% of people uh 10% of people uh, who think like this is a racial slur like yeah all right maybe pay attention to that and the thing with the blackhawks is there there's a contingent of native people who think that uh any sort of depiction of native people using that as a mascot is offensive and uh who are white people to say what is and is not offensive to people of color indigenous people like it's it's just like a weird position to be in like defending a thing that like i understand that there are like branding issues and but Washington is about to make a shit ton of money off of rebranding because people are going to go out and buy all the new stuff and it's really not that hard to make a gesture, even if it is a completely empty one, based on yeah, the, the purely money of losing money, yeah, uh, to make something inoffensive. Like it's sh- it's 2020. We shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I saw a couple points here. First of all, I saw I forget who tweeted this first one, but somebody tweeted, which is a really good point. Like I feel like over the last couple of years, like really, actually, not even the last couple of years, but since the discussion of the team name has really been prevalent on social media, I guess, obviously, there's been a lot of people bitching about it for reasons that I can't fathom, and I don't think anyone here can really, but um, a lot of those people are the same ones who are, like, chomping at the bit right now to, like, have this new team name, you know what I mean? They're all stoked about a new team, like, you can, within one day when, when uh, you know, the team announced that they were going to do this, so... And another point, which uh, a guy I went to college with, Alex Flum, uh, who's a journalist, he was pointing out that, like, it's it's a good chance for, you know, the team to kind of 
take on a new chapter. Like, they've been absolute dog shit for pretty much all of our recent <laughs> memory at this point. Like, when's the last time the Washington football team did anything? They played, like, one playoff game in the last, like, decade. You know what I mean? And, yes, obviously changing the jerseys and the team name or whatever isn't going to be a chance to, like, you're not just going to become a better football team because of that. But, like, yeah, just ask, it is ask kind the of Pelicans the idea. You can, you can, I think it helps buy into the mentality of, like, kind of a rebirth of the team and – Two or three years from now, you know, you're going to look back and say, hey, in the Red Tails era or whatever they decide on, like, you know, it's, it's sort of a new identity. And I think it's, it, again, it's, it's more um, symbolic than anything. But I don't know. How much of that cherished history do you want with that team right now? Like, they've been absolute dog shit. What are you losing? Like, yeah. No, so, isn't, uh, it, uh, didn't uh, a basketball team I was thinking most teams. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, New Orleans. So, uh Carolina moved to New Orleans or something like that, or and then like a new expansion team came up and was like the Bobcats, mm-hmm. and so it was like the New Orleans Hornets and the Carolina Bobcats, and then or the Charlotte Bobcats, and then the uh, New Orleans changed to the Pelicans, and then the Bobcats went back to being uh, the Hornets. Um, yeah, that was Not weird. Confusing. I thought it was um, just because New Orleans like sucked at basketball, so they're like, what if we change our name? But no, they, I don't know uh, basketball I think, clearly. But <laughs> uh, I think every episode I give that little tidbit. I don't. Uh, really I, I think my my contention is uh, any any racist team should ch- change their name. Uh, but <laughs> hey, I don't honestly, know about that one. Man. Honestly, that's most no, that's a lot. That's a lot to ask. Everybody's so honestly, soft I think nowadays. Most teams should rebrand because uh, history is not as important as having a like cool mascot. Yeah. Uh, I think the Red Sox should change their mascot because their mascot is currently a pair of red socks. And oh, I mean, their mascot is Wally the Green yeah, Monster. What well, it's Wally the Green Monster. What are you talking about? Um, I, so, me wearing a Red Sox shirt yeah. right now. I'm a huge Red Sox fan. Yeah, uh, it's Kurt Schilling's sock. What do you want? Oh, That's what Christ. they were named after. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> they knew, maybe we should they knew refrain it was coming. from... <laughs> Maybe we should refrain from talking about Kurt True. Schilling uh, when we're also talking about yeah. racism and xenophobia. I and don't like Kurt Schilling, but his sock is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I, not something you could say about many people. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think there, I think there are teams that like Jesus. That was not that. Funny, no, it was. It was really it. good. Yeah. No, that no, that was a pretty funny joke. I was just trying to talk over it, it and I feel bad. Good, but I appreciate just, it. Was uh, good. just cut me, cut me uh, talking over your really funny joke. Out insert of that. laugh track um, for that joke over. Chris yeah. <laughs> just uh, take some of my laughter from later and put it back there. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Seriously, I think uh, a rebrand. Uh, I think we, we've talked about this on the show. Also, I think uh, probably when BSC was on, we talked about. Uh, like redoing logos like mm. why is it that every uh like internet re-mock-up of any logo is better than the current logo for a team yeah uh like the bruins logo is is like classic and cool or whatever but i mean i feel like there's shit you could do on an alternate uniform oh, yeah. that would be really fucking cool not oh, even just 100%. like with the logos but the jerseys especially it's like the jerseys are always better like when somebody's you know team x is changing their jersey i'm like oh hell yeah you know i go online i see all these mock-ups like these are gonna be sick and then it's just like the shittiest jersey yeah. in the world every time how much how much better are the uh like mountain sea logos for the avalanche than the main logo yeah exactly. like that yeah. shit their their logo is so bad it's hard oh, to look at jerseys, while though. not not the, oh, gotta toss oh, yeah. the, older the colors ones. are good 
Well, colors are elite. I think the best color combo in the league easily. But yeah, white, while, navy, and maroon. Like yeah, that's so clean. So clean. While we're talking logos, though, one team that did get it right, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Really, that's been that. hot on the I internet. Love I love the But I, I remember, I feel like everybody remembers the first time that they found out it was a bear, like, face. For a lot of people, logo. it was last week. Yeah, it was not me. It was to be, not to, like, you know, highbrow anybody, but it was a couple years ago for me. It was still too late. I'd been a hockey. I'd known about the team, obviously, since. What, did they Did they think it was, like, thing, the state like, of Minnesota? Like the well, no, it was just, like, a random, like, shape that I, had like i guess some people like thought that, it was know? like a cougar or something some kind of like oh, i didn't cat. even know I knew, it was anything i knew I off know, the bat it was a, a fucking, fucking bear <laughs> i knew off well, the, it, the round the round ears kind of tip you off when i when um, i was four and the minnesota wild came into fruition i knew it was a bear i don't think i i'll be honest i don't think i realized it until i was like probably 16 so i'd give it like six i didn't even realize like, they were a team until i was probably eight or something but <laughs> they came. Well, it was two thousand. It was years. literally the year two thousand that they came, right? But uh, green, maroon, white, and sand is a pretty good color, color combo. But I kind of wish they'd get rid of the maroon and just be Shree, like green. Yeah. Well, green, one of their one of their alternates yeah. has that, right? That's all green. And yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's their best so, jersey easily. Yeah. So my my take on Jesus dogs are barking. My t- my take on jerseys <laughs> has always been yours, like once you go really past. Once you go past three colors, like you, that's too many. Like, just see, I, chill I out, man. normally agree, but as a Maryland fan with our red, white, black, and gold, I just can't say shit because they put so, it on everything. But no, like, so that's okay because it's like the flag. It's, like that's that's right, pretty that's, chill. That's fair. And it, I, and granted, like, I don't know what the Minnesota State flag looks like. It's so on their. It's it's, it's on their helmets, isn't it? Or at least it was one year. I, the football. I don't know. <laughs> is it is it red, white, green, and? Or, now know, I gotta look it up. I, I remember. So. No, I Red remember. Yellow, I remember I one year they like had the helmet as a part of the flag or the jersey. Maybe it was just yeah, some random blue. alternate. Right, so it's, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's it's blue, blue, gold, red, green. It's a weird. It's just um, like nature colors, I guess. I don't know. Like yeah, <laughs> compared um, to what some states have, that's a good flag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So I. I don't know how we got into. I know how we got into it, but I don't know why we got this deep into it. But I, I don't mind going deeper into it because there are some teams that I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, let's, let's go. Let's, let's just shit on some so teams their shitty. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas had a chance to yeah. come out and be just I like I was so super fresh. And why is red part of that? Yeah, yeah it makes. I like. Sense. I like. Why did they need? I red? like that they went gray instead of black. I like that shit. Yes. Gray. No, I agree. It looks sick. But yeah, red, gray, red gold, and white so would have been red. great. Gray, silver, and white would have been probably too you much know, like the Kings. But, I don't, but I don't. But throw in a random tiny thin red line for some. I I don't. Yeah. It looks mind like SC, it. you ever seen SC burn. I don't mind it that much. You, I I wouldn't want white in place of the red. Is the only thing I don't know. The red is only. It's just like one. I know, thing, and like, I like it. It looks good. So it and, would and look better than it just being like a white trim. You know. The other one that bothers me is the yellow in the San Jose Sharks. They're alternates that are yeah. just the the two that are just uh, one's just black and with like teal trim, and then the other one's just teal with black trim. Don't need any yellow. Yeah. Yeah. I understand they got that yellow on the stick. Yeah. I wish they just made the stick like a normal stick color. Or you could make the stick black, like whatever. Yeah, like composite sticks nowadays. Yeah, like. just make make a normal fucking stick. Why is yellow part of that color scheme? I, I don't need it. And then the ducks. We, oh, oh, God damn The ducks should, had the... Oh. How have they not the, gone back to purple and green? It was so fresh. The ducks had the best logo of the or best just color a logo. combination. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just... It's, 
Well, then they did that they like weird thing where they D. like tried to go to the old logo but with the new color scheme, and I was like, what "Yeah, no, that looked like fuck? shit." Who that said yes like to shit? This? Like, it's tough. I mean, I was excited oh, yeah, originally, right when that like came out. I was like, "Oh yes, it's the logo," and I was like, "Oh no, they fucked it up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, well, I like think they you, have one of the worst color schemes in sports. Sorry to cut you off. If you told me it was I, like that. Like, if, without looking at it, and you were like, all right, it's going to be orange, black, and white, and that's their color scheme, I'd be like, yeah, that yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I like good. that color like, scheme. Sure, that sounds good, but, like, the way they use it, to like, ugh. Uh, yeah, it's just... And it's, it's a bad it's orange, too. It's a bad and, orange. And, and, and they also... The yeah. Well, and also, it's gold gold and orange, yeah. so you have that, like, weird contrast it, yeah, that just it, doesn't Yeah, it fights work. each other way too much. Ah, man, I it could go on forever about the Ducks jerseys. They're so... Dis- but again, yeah. it's like, you look online, and you can find some sweet Ducks mock-ups. Not pro- usually not with that color scheme to be fair, but even with those, you can find some better ones. And it's just like, I, just like hire, if I worked for a team, I would just like hire an independent graphic designer and be like, no, we can pay you probably way less than you pay our actual people, and just you can get us some yeah. sweet jerseys that everyone will buy. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like graphic design is easy, no, but finding a, finding a good graphic designer is not hard. No, not at all. I, I yeah, mm, it's sad. I'm kind of surprised that like. American sports teams don't pull like the uh, European soccer team thing, especially in like capitalist America. America here, all hell, just like change jerseys every year. Come out new shit them. every year. Like why? I, I'm I'm not necessarily. I mean I don't know. I I guess on one hand I'm like I'm not angry about it because you buy a Bruins jersey now it'll be like current for a couple years. But like again, this is capitalist America. I'm surprised they're not just sucking all the money because you know it's the same people that Absolutely. buy NHL every year. Like when it's a garbage video game by EA because it's a terrible video game. Yeah. Shouts to NHL. Shouts NHL 19. That will be the last version I own until I hear it gets significantly better. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, I, no, I, that's my thing see, with 20. I, it was terrible. I'm like uh, goalies uh, coming 40 feet out on a fucking two. Yeah, I'm like a, like a kind of diehard into that like franchise so i get it every year because i play like online and shit like i'm into that i do not but yeah no for like a casual hockey fan and a casual gamer you can get it every three years and you're good like it Dude, I because the, it's because they, and i still can't buy it every year cause it's well, so no, fucking terrible. yeah no but it's <laughs> because they don't have any competition like 2k used to make yeah. a hockey game and then they backed out because the ea yeah, one was doing better hard. If 2K came back right now, so many people would jump ship. Yeah, I would, I would jump, jump ship. ship easy. Like, oh, ugh. yeah. All right, so you know what jersey with the, like, wild colors I don't mind is the throwback Phoenix ones. Yeah. The, with the, like, weird no, coyote on come, it. Something with a K, right? It's like, come. Yeah, ca- yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I, I wish I wish the Coyotes stuck with that logo. Those are so... I think so they, the, they use them for they're using them. Right? Yeah. They're using them no, for the No, I know the they're doing playoffs. it for the yeah. alternates, right? But I've thought about no, buying one of those. I don't, even, I don't even think it's for the alternates. I think that's going to be their home oh, good, jersey good, for the playoffs. Yeah, I know there sure. was another um, team who did that, I think. That they used their I, alternates the and then it became the home. for a while. They wore the purple and golds. Was that last year or two years ago? What team? The Kings yeah, did the, the, purple the and Kings were using while, the purple and gold. I think it was two I, years ago. I think are pretty fresh. I like those a lot. Yeah, I like the purple because it's like the royal purple. I like. Yeah, there yeah, aren't any different. teams that like use purple as a, a good enough color. Which is, but it, it, and with them, which is kind of why I think Seattle should probably jump on that. With, with the, I feel like Seattle's gonna be blue green. I feel like I don't know. It's just like a very Seattle color. Between so the like the, the colors Seahawks on their the on their website are like uh like salmon kind of red pink. And like a kind of light green color. Ew. Huh. 
Ew. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, I guess, but I, I don't know. I don't I, like, like that. I won't, I won't judge before I actually see any jerseys or something like that. I will I'm, I'd just be excited to see, like, some different colors. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. No more fucking red, black, and black, gold, and, you know. I do really love white. red and black as a like, oh, color yeah. combo, oh, but, like, we've seen so it reused. forever. Like, yeah. we've seen enough of it. Yeah. Hell, uh, SDSU, I, I went there for grad school. That, that's their color combo. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, logos in general, outside the original six, I really like Winnipeg's logo. Um, yeah, it's pretty clean. I yeah, like I it. mean, it's it's just like, it's very simple. I think they're, I like their colors. I'm a big fan of navy blue and light blue. Um, like University of Shouts Maine. Shouts to Villanova. Oh, you, Villanova. UMaine's jerseys are UMaine's dope. black bear. Yeah, their jerseys are yeah, sick. I wish, I think, I, I don't dislike Winnipeg's jerseys, but I think they could be. It's one of those, again, where it's like, their jerseys are better. fine, but like I see some mock-ups and I'm like, those are sick. Why don't they do something like that? Like I just think the red is the one color too many. Like I understand they want to have the Canadian flag kind of represented there. I don't hate but... it in the logo, but I don't think there's any need for it on the Yeah, I agree. Have, I agree. I don't hate it in the logo. I like because then it's kind of a trim sort of thing, but I don't – they shouldn't ever wear red jerseys. You know well, I mean? and they underuse the – the light blue yeah exactly well, that's too, the beautiful so. part about you main is like i feel like they use the perfect amount where it's like the dark blue and the light blue just contrast it without fighting against it yeah oh, it's clean well so so what we were talking about like so the nba does that they they have like a new uniform every mm. year they, they have like tons like of the, crazy the, the city shit. jersey awesome. yeah. the city jersey color the, rush the miami the miami city jerseys the oh yeah like black with the like hot teal, pink and, yeah. and teal like that shit is so cool yeah it's clean i know yeah. um, NBA does no idea right. no idea why more teams don't do shit like that like yeah. you don't need to necessarily use your color scheme on every jersey like maybe just have one wild yeah one. that's like that's how european soccer teams do it's like the third jersey is like always crazy shit you well know the I european mean? soccer like, teams also have advertisements on their jerseys and i don't want that but yeah, I don't want that either, but I don't I'm not opposed to the idea for, of just like a crazy fur jersey every year. Like For a long time, I forget which team it was. Um but they had like oh, now I'm forgetting, but they had like a, the British Airlines like like advertisement on their jerseys. There's some British airline that's really big and it's, it was on their jerseys like right on the front. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that there was that was their team name for a long time as like a not big soccer fan at all are you thinking of emirates yes yes that's what i was like thinking arsenal, right? that's what i was thinking emirates yes yes that's what arsenal. i was thinking and and like you know maybe i was like 12 or something i saw that i was like oh they're the emirates and i learned later they're not <laughs> that was, I was like, is working there? and then i realized oh yeah they have ads on their jerseys and shit for all the time they had that on their jerseys i never once flew with emirates so didn't work on me yeah well I, f- I flew uh you are Air you Italy are an astronaut or something Chris, whatever so. their thing is yeah. Italy's airline Air Italy You know what I you know what I thought of recently uh was the the Southwest commercials I was talking about them with someone um fuck What's the slogan and now I'm forgetting everything uh, the I, slogan in the Southwest commercial Oh want to get away yeah. want to get away i love those commercials and then they just became a really sh- shitty airline and they can't afford commercials uh, anymore. hey don't don't talk about uh don't talk shit on southwest here that's that's my airline yeah well they're a shitty one but they're cheap which is good mm. 
Not true. Uh, really? Usually their fares are m- more expensive, yeah, but there's there's no bullshit. There's uh, not to make this a uh, airlines a, podcast, an airlines podcast. But, <laughs> so the reason why I fly Southwest is because um, that's one, the, that's San Diego the direction is, you go is a hub when you come back yeah, to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, San, San Diego has a whole terminal that's Southwest, so they have a lot of flights yeah. going out of Southwest. Uh, two, like it's always really easy to change your flights it's like it's never a hassle like you just do it on your phone like Mm -hmm. if i want to which i'm actually going to do soon uh, i'm supposed to fly home in like two weeks and i'm not doing that you want to hang out Um, so i'm wow i guess not (laughs) so i'm going to change my flights from two weeks from now to christmas and like there's not gonna be an issue it's just gonna be like okay cool you just pay the fare difference um so can we get can we get a rain check on hanging out i guess yeah, definitely. Jesus Christ. Um, just like, it sounds like he's you really looked, excited. You looked at the camera, paused for like a brief second, and then just kept talking when I asked, "Want to hang out?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, no, I've I've already made the decision not to go home because not I don't want to fly you. during a fucking pandemic. Um, pause nice. for Cam to take a picture of all of us. <laughs> it's really just you, actually, but that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's um, I miss those commercials. Is what I was saying. Want to get away? I think I think my fa- my favorite one was the uh, there was one that was like it would always play on Nesson during uh, during Red Sox games. It would be like uh, fly from Boston to Philly for like twenty five bucks or something like that. And it was just like a <laughs> it was just like a bunch of dudes being like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of culture here. Like you got to come to gotta come to philly uh, <laughs> you gotta come to, city gotta city go to of philly. brotherly love it's just like okay yeah sure i'll pay 25 bucks to go to philly <laughs> um shall we get back on track nah let's just talk well, what, what is on track uh, well <laughs> we're talking about jerseys we're talking about airlines um i don't know <laughs> i think the blackhawks is <laughs> where it started yeah. this is really it's really got out of control. So, yeah. well, this is so, why they remember yeah, the, you the, clicked on our podcast, guys. So this is your the, fault. The Blackhawks. So uh, <laughs> did you guys see a few years ago? Um, it might have been more than a few years ago. I don't know. Whenever the the groundswell for changing the name of the Blackhawks to something else um, came about, I, I guess they commissioned a – not they. I don't know who did it, but some person who is – a native made a new logo for the Blackhawks that was literally a black hawk with the uh, with the feathers, in, in the the, space, like the different colored in, in the feathers. Space in the name I, like again? that's because it used to be. What's that, Drew? It used to be Black Space Hawks because that was the guy. Well, yeah, that was the Chiefs' name, and then they yes. combined it. So they would go back to that with the black the black hawk. I, th- I think the idea was just to go to the Hawks. Ah, Chicago Hawks. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't roll off the sounds tongue. Sounds fun. I don't know. I, I mean, most people fun. call them the Hawks anyway. Not me. All right, I mean, most fans, I think. Not me. If you were a cool And Chicago that's player. why yeah, it should not, not be the Hawks, because I don't call them that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? The, the NHL, it's all about me. It's all about this podcast, you know? It's like the, yeah, Drew's actually the star of, like, the Truman Show, but it's for the <laughs> it's NHL. It's all about the three white men on this podcast. <laughs> um, white privilege. I will, I will say, though, it's been really good um, expanding my follower, or my 
follow base, not my follower base. Uh, no one's following me. Um, why would they? Just following following <laughs> a bunch of different accounts that um, that people have retweeted and and said, "Hey, here, follow these people." And um, it's just like a lot of a lot of good, different, diverse voices that I hadn't had in my feed before. And even if it's not people that are Bruins fans, um, I don't know. A lot of people that just have had some good tweets that I was like, "Wow, I, I like that." I'm going to follow that person. Just, uh, yeah, press the follow button on people that you kind of see stuff and you're like, wow, that's a, that's a voice that I hadn't heard before in the hockey world. And, and that's cool. Yeah. I do that even with like, not necessarily hockey people, but like I'll, I'll follow like big journalists and stuff. And then I'll see some articles, like multiple articles, like, you know, political stuff or world events or whatever that's from kind of a minor site, but I read their articles and like it. I'm like, yeah, I'll give this guy a follow. They have, you know, 3000 followers on Twitter compared to, you know, mega journalists who have hundreds of thousands or something, but I like their writing a lot more. I like what they have to say a lot more. So yeah, give, give some love to the smaller guys like Chris gear. <laughs> like Actually, I gave some love to Chris Gary. Chris, that article you wrote was fucking hilarious, my man. I I, I know I already pushed. I didn't, it on Twitter, I didn't read it. You guys I haven't to this, seen go, it on Twitter. Go read. Well, I was on vacation. Hall of Fame article. Okay. I was. In, oh, it's I was great. drunk. Dude, the John Moore shit, and they just killed me. And and Matt Grizzling, all those. Oh, fine. I basically wrote an entire article just so I could make the Hall of Fame case for John Moore. <laughs> oh, Cam, no you're, regrets. You're diehards all. now. You have an, uh, I have. Oh we, yeah, we we didn't rush uh, over yes. that on we, the last episode. We did break the news on the last podcast while you weren't here. <laughs> really? but, uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't even <laughs> listen. You listen fuck. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I've just been very busy. All right, I have to. I had to work. You know, so, with a job. Yeah. I, apparently, they keep telling me how to come back. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I was pushing the podcast at work too, though. You thought it was going to be or a part-time job, twenty fan. hours a week, like, oh. and they're like, "Nah, you're going to be a producer." Yeah, I don't know. I just I just kind of stumbled into the building one day, and then all of a sudden, they kept telling me to come back. You're, you're so. trying to be a Wait, janitor there, and it turned out to do, be a do you have job. like do you? I haven't watched like a local news show in fucking forever. We do, should support local news. I saw. I saw. <laughs> do you get your name in the credits? Like when when the news ends, they like roll credits. <laughs> it's not like Cam, no. produced by Cam Hasbro. No, it says it says <laughs> no, at the it's very not like a movie or anything. No, at the end, starring Cam we roll Hasbro. our sponsors because we need money from them. So that's kind of how it works. We roll our sponsors and stuff, and our partners and things like that. Oh, but, and the people who like um, do the anchors' hair and stuff like that. I see no, that a lot on local. Like, I, like I, I don't think you realize how company. local news works. This isn't Hollywood. <laughs> Dude, no, I see that on the local news hair. a lot here. The, like the end the, with the credits and nope. stuff. It's like, oh, <laughs> there's they, no credits. What are you talking? This suit from this company. And it's like, I have your no sponsor. idea what kind. Of, are you sure you're not watching Anchorman? No, I swear to for local I news. I swear to God, I see that on the local news. At the All end, I want you to find me your go-to news channel. Barry, where's Joseph Aboot? I think that's just if you're seeing like a Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> I think that's just like their sponsors, probably, my man. I don't think like well because they dress the anchor for free, so they're like, oh, we'll flash maybe that's some end. deal they have. I don't know. I, 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 to, we don't do that here at GME, but <laughs> well, yeah, you're in Maine. You guys don't, don't even wear suits on the like the oh, air. It's just like guys in flip flops and bathing and, suits uh, and. No, that's what just, I think of Maine. That's why because I think lumberjack there. gear. That's what I think everyone wears in Maine is bathing suits and tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I apologize to everyone because Drew and I are going to come uh, together for a, a live episode. Not a live episode, but we're going to be together in person for an episode once, and it's going to be just an absolute yeah, shit show. Do that. So apologies in advance, but... Oh. Eventually, be. we we three will record together. Oh, I think this yeah. is gonna take From off. The top we get, like, of an the Eiffel Tower, and we have like people <laughs> helping us out. Like this is gonna be big. Oh, by the way, presented by Bruins Diehards. Is that a thing? That's, Are we that's, doing that? That's now? for you, Court. <laughs> All right, for now. All right, this episode exclusively. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, not, not to talk shop on here, but Court on Twitter hit me up and was like, "Why don't you guys just say presented by Bruins Diehards?" We're not so yet. Just, we are okay. independent. We're well, independent. So, uh, we right can now. be, we can be presented by Bruins diehards and still. Well, then we need to literally be presented by them, and and I by I say them now. I'm part of the game. I haven't written anything yet, so I feel like a shit. But you know, <laughs> I will soon, guys. Don't worry. Um, but wait, so I, they gotta push us then. Let's go. No, I'm we're, indi- we're completely I'm like, call them in right now until the end of the season. We are completely independent. True. Do you have so Court's number? Yes, I do. Can we call him right now? I think that would be really No, let's do it. This weird. would be whole, And if it, yo, if for real, if it ends up shitty, we can cut this out. But be like, hi, you're live on Bruce No, he's probably like uh, making we say dinner we're pre- and talking to his daughter and shit. Yeah, he, he's, he has like a child. He's very okay, busy at this time he also has a website. <laughs> no, I'm just saying um, like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, he's got to pander to the audience here, you know? He'll get so annoyed. Like, no question. He'll <laughs> yeah, so, get, I know, it'd be hilarious. Just disown all three of us from his website. Oh, it's your run, guys. So... So a thing that I did want to talk about, uh, I'm currently in the midst of writing an article that I started writing in the middle of writing the last one because I got bored of writing the last one. <laughs> uh, read, read the last one. Uh, <laughs> I promise you it actually was good. You really sold it. I got bored writing it, but you definitely should read it. It was Well, good. Cam already endorsed it, yeah. so it's Boring good. to write, um, not boring to read. Yeah, so uh, I have an interesting theory of which... It probably isn't that interesting, but the, the <laughs> two you, guys... I'm just shocked you're not in marketing, Chris. I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, the, the two guys that I I think could benefit most from this format are Connor, Connor McDavid and David Pasternak. Um, one, you have a viewership that has not necessarily watched a lot of hockey. Like, a large portion of viewers are going to flock to hockey. Yeah and watch the NHL at a time when not a lot else is going on. And you're going to have people who've never seen a generational talent like Connor McDavid play hockey because one, he plays in fucking Edmonton, uh, which is an absolute nightmare for the NHL who is already bad at promoting their players. Uh, But now he's going to be playing on a national stage on an international stage where they're not going up against anything else. So, like, the games are scattered or staggered. They're like, he's going to be playing in a time slot when no other game is going to be going on. So, yeah. people are going to be able to watch the Oilers and see, like, whoever the Oilers are playing. Connor McDavid, uh, as somebody who's watched, like, a lot of Oilers games this year, um, Connor McDavid is so dangerous every time he touches the puck. Yeah, like, you, you see the highlights. Like, you know how dangerous he is. I think it's lost on a lot of people how Consistent fucking insane he yeah. looks the whole time. No, I, I, like the highlights. Look at Chris Wagner. You, you probably, are, you, are you kidding? Look at Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> you probably assume like, oh, this is, by side. Like, this is the best he can be. Um, no, like he is just that good mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, he makes a lot and of sensational so, plays that don't turn into anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so having 
having that stage for him is going to be really cool. Um, and, and what I'm writing about is how like he just has the least personality versus oh the most talent of God, any player yeah. in professional Holy sports. Sh- David Pasternak, on the other hand, yep. plays for a big market team, has a fan base, but he doesn't have that national, international fan base, and he isn't as well, good check. necessarily as Connor McDavid. Yeah, check, check Republic, he, he does, but beyond that, yeah. But he is a, a, a bona fide goal scorer, and he's turning into one of the biggest stars in the NHL. He just and won, I think, well, asterisk, but he won the Richard. <laughs> yes, but I, I, would, I think you... If you ask like the average non-hockey sports fan, like name some players on the Boston Bruins, I don't think they'd be able to name David Pasternak. And he has this chance to turn into like a just total star because he does have that personality too, where like he's just always smiling, he's always having fun on the ice, and off the ice he's just like the super goofy dude. All the the videos that came of the All-Star game and the mic'd up stuff, oh my god, he was hilarious. That was like the only stage they gave him, though, for that marketing. So I don't have, uh, to your point, I don't have a lot of faith in the NHL to properly promote their players uh, now, even in this situation, but uh, if anyone's going to take advantage of it, it's David Pasternak. There are, there are other players who could, but like if we're talking about like Austin Matthews, he's on the he's in the biggest hockey market. He's on like the biggest star on the in the biggest hockey market. Like he doesn't have a whole lot to gain. Like, yeah, but he's he, he's, he's an American. American, American people only... American people kind of know who yeah. he is. Um, so I, I mean, like he obviously he could gain some traction, but I, he doesn't have as much to gain as a guy like David Pasternak. And a guy like Connor McDavid, who is just like a superstar in the NHL world, but could be like beyond that in on like an international scale in the sports world. Um, I, I think those are two guys who it's going to be really interesting to watch them during this tournament. And I think a, a lot of it rides on whether uh, whether the Oilers make it past. that. No, yeah, that, I was going to say that. What if the Oilers have a first round exit and then that's out the window? It would really suck because <laughs> I also love Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, yeah. and just just watching. So like, I'm not I'm not an Oilers. Yes, fan you are. Per se, yes, like I, my my West Coast team is the is the Sharks, but they are fucking trash this year. So I spent my time watching a lot of Oilers games after the Bruins games were over because they're mostly on the West Coast. And uh, yeah, I mean that's just that's such a fun team to watch because one they have two of the most dynamic offensive players in the league, and two they have no defensive players <laughs> at all. <Back> <laughs> so. Uh, and and not really any goaltending to speak of either. So it's it's pretty fun watching them try to score as many goals as they can before the other team scores more goals than <laughs> yeah. they do. Fair, fair. Yeah, no, I'd love um, to see Pasternak get some publicity. Really, he should. Yeah, other, uh, for baseball outside fans, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, outside Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> which was pretty fire. Oh like, no, those the, commercials the, are great. The the Ken the Kendall Coin Schofield one is very awkward but oh no yeah both, all of the commercials that he's been in are kind of cringy but it's him so it like makes it's like it, it's still funny <laughs> so it's better but he he plays it off well yeah. i guess it's not uh, like he's an actor yeah. but i i think it's pretty funny because it's like it's a little cr- if it was any other player i just feel like super awkward watching it 
if it was acted in that same way. Like if you had like yeah, Patrice but Bergeron do it, you can play along with it. Yeah. If you had Bergeron do it, it would still be kind of awkward. But it's Pasternak, and he's kind of that jokester kind of. Yeah. Like the only other one when I could see Bergeron, is Marchand or something. Bergeron's really. Bergeron's really bad in front of. Like, oh, exactly. So it would be like that's actually how he is awkward and tried to do it. But did you guys know? Uh, did you guys read his? Uh, a uh, Players Tribune article about so, how he used to have a stutter and he uh, like overcame a well, stutter. Was that mm-hmm. wasn't that really like a wa- was it his Players Tribune article from like a while ago, like after the yeah. cup? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Oh no, I was gonna say like twenty fifteen, twenty six. Whatever the one I remember in that article, he talked about Recky and the cup. I don't know if he's done multiple, but um, maybe that I I overlooked that if it's the same article from him. But I mean, it's it's pretty cool to because I, I mean. One thing we, I don't know if it's fair to say we, one thing I have discounted in the past that I, like, recently, over the past couple of years, I've just kind of started thinking about, like, I mean, NFL players do a pretty good job of talking in front of the media, like, and they, they are under the microscope, um, probably more so than, than most other leagues, but... I guess NBA players probably just because they're more individuals. Um, but it's hard to like point out like, wow, this guy's really bad in front of the media, but like so many NHL players are bad in front of the media. Um, but it's a league that has so many international players. And I, I mean, MLB is probably the same way, but I don't really think about people talking in front of the, the media for baseball. Um, that's probably just cause I don't, pay attention to individual personalities in baseball as much ben but, pretty i mean cool. it, guy, guys whose second language is english uh oh, yeah in a sport that's so just like constricting personality wise as as hockey where the culture is just stifling mm-hmm. and all you want to do is just make sure you don't say the wrong thing yeah that's got to be so uh anxiety inducing trying to do that in a different language and i, I mean like there have had there have been some some interviews done where the player said something and then kind of walked it back and was like, yeah, I mean, I, I tried to say this and, but I, like I was, I meant to say this, but I, I, what I said was this and just kind of. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it would, a big thing from Bergeron too, in that player's tribune article is he's a French speaker and he knew very little English when he, came to boston that's kind of what i was it's getting same, at same with too. ray bork too it was the same situation where they're both from quebec well yeah that would make sense if they're french speakers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're both from quebec i'll say confidently now and uh yeah no that's like that was a big obstacle for both of them and look they both they're i mean bergeron's gonna have his number retired so look they're both legends so i don't know so so any any french speaking quebecians that's what we call them quebecois quebecois sure um i will you'll have to translate this so you probably won't hear the message but if you come (laughs) (laughs) if you don't speak any english and you're listening to this podcast from quebec and you come to the boston bruins you're gonna do good things so get get drafted (laughs) by boston (laughs) I don't know, man. This is going off the rails. I, I feel like we it's barely we... talked about the NHL coming back. It's just been everywhere. Yeah. Uh, that's what you were expecting. That's on brand. You expected the wrong thing, yeah. I don't know. We just talked about David Pasternak. Finally. That's... 
Well, no, because we, we, we talked about jerseys. We talked yeah, about well, airlines. Yeah, we were like, oh, the hockey's coming back at the Bruins practice. Anyway, on to... <laughs> well, I mean, like, what do you want to talk well, about about Bruins practice? No, like, no. Well, actually, there is one thing. Cassidy said Anders Bjork, Anders Bjork was potentially yeah. the best player on the ice. I'm paraphrasing. but Yeah, I don't listen to that shit. That's, that's what is no, called listen, coach listen, speak. Yeah. L- listen, Chris, we are really dry on hockey, and we're just getting back to it. We're going to overanalyze <laughs> everything. So Bjork is going to win the Conn Smythe if the Bruins win the Cup. True. And, yeah. Guys, guys, um, speaking of which, we are overlooking the biggest development of the week. I know Chris sees what I'm talking about. Drew looks clueless still. Guys. You're back? We have finally hooked the fish. Maybe. Oh, yeah. We, we needed to talk about We do about need Joe to talk Hager. about what? our well, best so friend. I, I wanted to... I Joe wanted to put Aggie. this at the end of the episode, which we're oh! getting toward there. So, yeah, the party. I'm so <laughs> used to this being this a is... Korean a baseball podcast, and then there was a whole yeah, thing a where we talked we about soccer. So now. I was like, "Oh, this is a Chris and Cam thing." Okay. No, 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 no. The, I mean, the so I, I wanted to be like in my cups when when we started talking about this. Um, there you go. Yeah. So it, the rivalry's back. Uh, the biggest rivalry in sports back, going right back, now. Back again. <laughs> Guess who's back? back. <laughs> Joe Haggard back again. The Bruins podcast. Uh, Wednesday yeah. night rivalry. <laughs> Joe Haggerty and the Bruins and Bruins podcast are, are feuding again. Um, to the death. <laughs> oh, that which was offered. Which was offered by. <laughs> that was that was the that was one of my best tweets of it, all. It really time. was. I read that at work. Uh, and I started. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> and I was like, oh, people probably think I'm fucking. I was like, what would be a good way to make it seem like I'm being nice and then just totally turn the tables? <laughs> <laughs> but that, I think that was the kill shot, right? That's what got him. Oh yeah, that was that was the oh, one. So, I, so uh, Joe, Joe, and I were feuding over over Tukarask for a few days over the past week. Uh, and then, and then, uh, whoever it was running the Bruins and Bruins. Oh wait, you were uh, feuding me like I actually didn't see that. That you. Were oh yeah, him. early earlier yeah, in the week it was. Just, we were oh, we were going I, back right, and forth. So I was the one who jumped on the account. Definitely not okay. at work if you're listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I I saw I just saw his tweet and I was like, oh here we go. This is, he's serving it up on a platter. So I I retweeted, but I actually didn't see the earlier beef with you guys. That's a geek. No, it was earlier was in the week. Big uh, last week. Uh, like two Monday, Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, we were um, perfect timing. Just going back and forth. He he thought he owned me or something. Like he he uh, quote tweeted Joe. me with a, a gif and and told me to redo my math. I so I, I he had said something about uh, we were going over the same argument and I I said I retreaded on the whole like hey um, you can't make one case and then ignore the other you gotta like tell me would you prefer Tukarask not shut out in the eastern conference finals in 2013 the pittsburgh penguins and then drop a few games so he can win a game seven like is that and i referred to the pittsburgh penguins as like the best team in the world at the time which i think and is fair. he told he told me to check my math which Ooh. If you're going by like regular season points percentage, yeah, the Chicago Blackhawks were the the best team in hockey. But people, uh, maybe people don't forget, but uh, the Blackhawks started off with like one of the most insane point streaks to start a season yeah. ever, mm-hmm. um, and then finished like 
fine. They pulled like a reverse um, Washington Nationals. The Penguins got hot at the end of the season, added Jerome Ginla, and were the Vegas favorites to win the Stanley Cup going into the playoffs. So to me, by they a pretty were significant best, amount, I thought too. If to, I remember, to correctly. me, they were the best team in the world, and it wasn't even really an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, well, as much as it can not be an argument, because, like, fucking anybody yeah, can win but, the Cup, yeah. and Chicago did. Um, but, I mean, using using that argument, saying the best team in the world at the time, he thought he owned me by saying, redo the math. Um, and then I, I kept going back and forth with him a little bit. And it's the first time that he and I had ever uh, interacted person to person. And, it, like, he is... He's retweeted your shit, Cam, and I have a good time with him. Fought with you on the <laughs> internet, and uh, I, I think he's probably responded to a couple of things Drew said. But this is the first time that that we two had gotten into it, and uh, I had a few people on my side, and he had some of his horde like liking his shit and being like, <laughs> "Yeah, this guy's an idiot." Um, but then, yeah, later later like in we the week, uh, it uh, Cam Cam dove in. From the Bruise and Bruins account. Again, unknowingly, um, I was just, I'm not going to lie, I was just kind of, I was bored and I was just stoking the fire. I did not know that there were already embers burning there. And I remember, I, I was, remember, uh, uh, just a side story, I was uh, on the toilet and I texted you guys, I am, <laughs> yes, thank you, Drew. I That's am great. too stoned right now to tweet from the Bruise and Bruins account, <laughs> so can one of you please quote tweet it? <laughs> can confirm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew I was on the toilet during that time, but no, didn't, no also didn't need info. to know. Yeah, that's good. TMI. Um, sorry, but we're keeping that in. Cam. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I was at work at the time of of Cam getting into with uh, with Joe. And again, I definitely was not. Yeah. So I I wasn't able to join in at the time, but I caught it all after work, and I I kind of dove in toward the end, and so I. I told Joe, hey, uh, man, you seem like a nice guy. Uh, and, like, all things aside, like, it would be really great to have you on the podcast, you know, to argue to the death. And uh, that got a rise out tweets. of him. Yeah, we, got, we got a commitment. Uh, October So 6th. Joe Haggerty. Yeah, so Joe Haggerty, if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup this year or any other year with uh, Tuka Rask as their primary goaltender, he will appear on the podcast for his quote-unquote comeuppance. And I uh, I just want to say that if he if this does happen... We'll take no Bruins, survivors. <laughs> yeah, so, so if Tuka Rask does win the Cup as, as the primary goaltender, uh, I don't want it to be like a, a gotcha, like this is... See, he finally did it, so gotcha. Uh, I just want to be like, hey, regardless, Tukarask was always a good Yeah, I think that's kind of the whole point of the argument. Happened. Exactly. Because yeah. if, we, if, we, if we centered it around a gotcha, which I think it's still going to be a gotcha just as like a screw you, Joe, kind of, you know. And, I, and again, I don't know Joe Haggard, the person. This is all in good fun. Well, I'll give him... 10, 15 minutes of that just for the sake of entertainment. But then, again, I think you're right. The whole point is that him winning the Stanley Cup being good in that last game or two is not the point. The point is that that's not the point it's at sample all. size. That's, that's already our whole argument the well, whole no, time. because then he so, becomes the greatest goaltender in Bruins history, like Tim Thomas. So 
Yeah, I you know I was yeah. Thinking, I kinda... Once you can finally apply those like insane fucking numbers to a guy who's won a cup, they're not even yeah. they're not I, even so... numbers. It's just scenarios. Okay. <laughs> I I really am like in a weird way, kind of hoping the Bruins like he has a great run up into the Stanley Cup final, and then just gives up like six goals a game through all the final. But the Bruins <laughs> score seven. And so they win, and that's what pushes Joe Haggerty. Like he has like a, he has like a you know, eight hundred save percentage and like a five twenty six goals against, but he somehow wins the cup. So Joe's just like greatest goalie in Bruins history. Not even a question. His save percentage fell by forty points in the playoffs, but he's easily the best of all time. Now, Cam. So this is this is the mistake you're making. Uh, Tim Thomas was American. <laughs> yes, uh, Tuukka Rask is is from Finland. Yeah. Uh, so even if Tuukka Rask wins. The Stanley Cup with insane stats. It's going to be that the Bruins won the Stanley Cup in spite of him. Yeah. Like he just didn't make the big save when they needed it. Yeah. But man, but they still won. <laughs> Marchand scored that goal like when they really needed him to score that goal or some shit like that. Um. Also, this is really kind of off the. It's it's vaguely related, especially with this being the Bruins and Bruins podcast. But I don't know if you guys saw that Rask. Um, in I think February or January became the co-owner of a drink. Oh, he's a co-owner. We about it on I, the thought, I thought he was a you, I sponsor. I thought we did discuss it a little bit. I thought he was a big no, 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 he's a co-owner. But, no, no, he's oh, a co-owner. Yeah. My buddy who lives out in Boston sent me a video the other day, and he was like, "Yo, the drink that Tuukka Rask owns is fucking gas. Like, it's really good. It's like a, it's like a gin. Ba- it, yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah. It is my fucking brand. Yeah. Like, I, anyway, I, I just I, while we were talking about Rask and this being the Bruce and Bruins podcast, I felt the need to bring it up, but I've been told it's good, so I haven't tried it's, it. Yet, it's like the, uh, the those. Uh, it's called Longero. It's like the, yeah, I don't know how to like pronounce the that. Seltzers in, of Finland, where they're super strong and actually taste like. I like seltzers Maybe. and shit, but that's the Finnish Gin and version. Citrus quasi cocktail. Yeah, see, it's called the, the, the long drink. See, like I like them, like the Bud Light seltzer. It's very American though, because it's like, oh, it doesn't taste like alcohol. We'll have it. That's the Finnish version of the seltzer, the alcoholic <sighs> seltzer. It's strong. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually a drink. <laughs> Well, there you uh, go. There you go. 1952 Summer Olympics yep. cemented this as the national drink of Finland. Damn. There you go. So, so Tukes is in on the game. I like it. It's because of that. Well, Were you guys out on gin? On have, gin, um, gin and tonic, cool. Otherwise, I ew. love a good gin and tonic. My my friends, two of my friends, well, they're getting married. The fiance and fiance. <laughs> <laughs> fiance and fiance. And fiance. That's what they and are. Beyonce, they're not be- yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. They're fiance and fiance. Yeah, uh, they make go. they make stellar gin and tonics. Like I'm not a huge gin and tonic fan. I thought you were gonna say they made gin. I was but, like, that's pretty. But sick. But they are stellar at mixing them. Uh, so shout out to Steve. So I don't know Natalie. if I've. I don't know if I've uh, mentioned this on the pod. I probably have, but I like to infuse my own gin. So buy like a like a relatively cheap gym gin like uh new amsterdam or something like that just get like one of those huge fucking bottles and then toss it into a separate bottle with like some cut up cucumbers and some lime or something like that and just let it chill for a few days and then strain it and you get just like this really good like cucumber flavored gin which works so well in a gin and tonic it's insane sounds intriguing i'll have to give that a go yeah yeah, anybody listening, I would recommend just, like, chop it up into, like, little cubes, put it in there, 
and then do it for like three days and then strain it and then you got yourself like the best gin for a gin and tonic. I'll drink any mixed drink right now because oh god I was on vacation this past week and there was a lot of fireball nips going around like a lot a lot <laughs> there were like two buckets <laughs> it looked and, like it based off the, the stuff we saw from you there, know at yeah. the beginning <laughs> of the week I was like sure I can have a fireball nip or two tonight like this is fine by the end I wasn't eat, like I'd get pressured into drinking it everybody's doing it let's go Drew and I was like, you know in that exact there you voice because they're pressure. Hammered. that's how it goes and I couldn't finish a nip. I'd take half and then just fucking pour the rest out. Yeah, the old, the old take half and then toss it, it is, over the shoulder. It is. <laughs> Dude, my stomach today was awful. Fireball. And I know it's because of just like almost a whole week of having a nip. Like, I was, I was gone was for 10 days. What was the slogan like, you were saying earlier? The slogan? What? Was, what? The slogan you kept uh, for, oh, want to get away? Oh, you want to get away? Want to get away? Have a fireball. <laughs> I'll get you away. Uh, so we we had like a bottle of Fireball that I don't I don't know why. Uh, I'm not sure how it ended up in our apartment. Um, That's usually somebody, how Fireball comes. Oh, I got a I got I a good somebody, Fireball story after this. Go ahead. I think somebody brought it and left it, and it was in our apartment for like years. And then my buddies and I started playing uh, Monopoly like a couple months ago, and we we would do like shots for like you start the game with a shot. And then, like, whoever comes in fourth uh, has to do three shots and then two shots for the, like, second place or third place and then one shot for the second place. Wait, should and we go way around? <laughs> I, I decided, like, okay, we got this bottle of Fireball. I guess we're just going to, like, um, I'll use this because, like, what else is Fireball for than doing shots? Yeah. And I don't feel like wasting any good alcohol on doing shots. So, uh, yeah, I killed a bottle of Fireball in, like, Whoa. three weeks. I'm going to gag right now. <laughs> Ooh, no, I have, like, a pain in my chest right now. Like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, everybody stay like, tuned to listen to Drew vomiting not, live on not, air. Not, like, saying it for content or anything, but oh, my God. All right. So, by the way, Cam, Cam suggested doing uh, I was just thinking about this, a, yeah. a game of Monopoly on dude, the podcast. Dude, I played Monopoly this past weekend. I was fucking hammered. And it was so great. Wasn't it great? I told you. Star Wars on, Monopoly, on the too. On the phone. Oh, you, so you did like. Oh, no. Board, we like we were in Maine board. and there are like people we hang out up there and it's safer in Maine and we were ignorant and just played Monopoly together in the same house. And, uh, yeah. We can, we can good, cut that. Good time to mention. I had a fireball uh, story. Good time to though, mention. But go ahead. Well, well, good time to mention that next week I will not be on the podcast for. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> Was that Colin? God damn it, Colin. So a, a week a we week from today is my uh, <laughs> a week from today is my thirtieth <coughs> birthday. Um, oh Jesus Christ! We gotta change. In case you hear, he said a week from today is his sixtieth birthday. Is what he said. In case you couldn't hear. Yeah. Um, so two hundred. I, I will be up. We're throwing him a retirement bash. I will be up in the mountains with no internet or cell phone service, so I will not that be able to record really on the podcast. That sounds really mysterious. Which mountain? But you're not too far away for Drew uh, to kidnap you. Palomar Mountain. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I'll see you there and kidnap you on your birthday. It'll be fun. It wouldn't be my birthday without Drew kidnapping me, so yeah. Uh, Man napping. So I'm, I'm hoping these Man two napping, come up with... because he's 30. <laughs> I'm hoping these two come up with an extra special guest... 
I have no input on this, so I'm. It's I'm actually going to be the Hags episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you get if you get Joe Haggerty on, Who's I would be tw- extremely Who, who is a famous twenty three on the Bruins? Uh, Michael Jordan. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris Kelly. Everybody Chris Kelly. Yeah, we'll Kelly Chris, Kelly. Chris Kelly or Chris Michael Kelly's Jordan. Probably the most I'm not one. settling for anything less than Chris Kelly. So, um, yeah, you'll miss that. Chris Kelly, or if we have to fall back on Michael Jordan, I guess that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk hockey. Uh, plan B. My one fireball thing was uh, I was visiting uh, my cousin who went to Maine, and it was like family weekend, so we had like. It was it was more of a guys weekend because like my father and his father and another uncle like came up, and so I hung out with them. I was a senior in high school, stoner at the time, drank here and there, and so you know college. And he's in a frat, so college, and I'm at a frat party. I get hammered, and then he takes a video of me in the parking lot. Sorry if you're from Maine and need to now find me. But I had, like, a huge bottle of Fireball, and I Gronk spiked it. Like, oh, literally, no. like, went all in. Oh, no. I am surprised there were no shards of glass that fucking, like, hit me in the face or anything <laughs> like that. Like, I was all in on that spike. Like, my, my, my head was, like, a foot from the ground when I finished spiking it. It was very dangerous. That's my... It was very dangerous. That's my... It was very dangerous. Don't do that at home, kids, especially if you're from Quebec and uh, only speak French. But if that's the case, come to the Bruins and you'll do better. That's well. a tough one to, to explain. <laughs> Bonsoir. Look at, see, Bonsoir, Quebecois. See, see the art of the podcaster? Podcaster, the podcaster, where I took that back to the topic at hand. Bruins. Yeah, it's what's called a callback. No, I think that's very more nice. of a seamless transition. Yes, which is uh, a callback, I guess. Uh, st- status update: How drunk oh, are we, guys? I'm, mm. See, I drank. <laughs> I I ate very. Li- I had some mac and cheese, and I, drank, <laughs> I can tell. I had, I had mac and cheese, and I drank very little today. And I'm uh, after two tall cans. I'm. Uh, whew. I had a I had a turkey wrap, and these are so much alcohol. <laughs> Correction, now I'm too tall, Kansas Eve, after that. Look, look, anything else we want to get to here before we uh, we send it off for next week? or Well, we got, we got like uh, seven more no, minutes. there's a big topic I wanted to talk about. So, I've been binging right, do The that. Office for like the <laughs> fifth time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I just got to the part where, uh, yeah, fuck you too, Cam. Uh, I don't know. This isn't going to be on the podcast, so fuck it. Yeah, well, keep talking about right, the office. Well, I got to the point where, like, Michael leaves, and now it's, like, cringy to watch, and I don't want to watch it, but I'm so far through it that it's like, ah, I got to finish it uh, and, like, see, you know. And... I think I've only ever seen those episodes twice. Maybe some of them once. Yeah, no, I I definitely want Because I watched them the first time yeah, through. Yeah, for sure. And then... Like, when it was on TV, I was watching those shitty like, episodes. There's, but... like, a couple that are really good, actually. But, like, if you take it as the seasons in total, it's not. So, like, you I gotta usually I the, skip like... them. But on vacation, I was just hammered, spinning in bed, fucking needing something to watch. <laughs> so I watched them. <laughs> but also, uh, what's his name? California. David California. Robert, Robert California. Robert California. Oh, my God. I... It, What's the actor's name? Spader? Uh, yeah, yeah, James Spader. Oh, such a great actor, and he plays that role so well, so that's kind of entertaining. But then I know it kind of goes off the rails where there's... It's a bad character. Oh, it's though. a bad character, but he does it very well. Like, for what it's supposed to be, I think 
I couldn't picture anyone else trying to take on that character, you know. Shouts to Avengers Age of Ultron, where James Spader plays Ultron. Wait, what? Yeah. Explain this while I get a beer. Have you not seen Avengers Age of Ultron? I have seen one Avengers um, movie, and it was like, cool, I'm seeing a superhero movie with my friends, and that was it. All right, well, Avengers Age of Ultron is uh, pretty much universally considered the worst of the Avengers films. And this is coming from an aerospace engineer nerd, you know. It includes a... Sorry, that, that was an android robot person that uh, that embodies the. It's like the. I guess it wouldn't be corporeal form because it's a robot, but it, it takes on the. Uh, the personality and brain of Jarvis, and it's a, a metal robot, but that for some reason can move his lips, um, and that's really weird to me. Uh, yeah, I like that. And. And those are like the least, uh, th- those are the smallest of the qualms I have. <laughs> that's but. the that's actually what the entire movie is about. I haven't seen it, but I assume it's just all about the Avengers trying to figure out how he moves his lips. It's pretty <laughs> wild to me that both of you have not seen Avengers: Age of Ultron, but also don't. Yeah, so it sounds like it's pretty smart that we haven't. Drew is actually preparing to join an emo rock band or something right now. I don't know yeah, exactly dude, my hair's crazy, dude. I vowed to not get a haircut until there's a vaccine, so I'll get a haircut in like two years or something like that. I'll, jo- I'll hey, join yo. you, man. <laughs> you hope. Nah, so uh, apparently we're supposed to have a vaccine by the end of 2020, and if it doesn't work, then that sucks. Yeah, but, but I'll get a haircut finally. <laughs> they'll, they'll know they'll know whether it works or not by 2021. Nice. Clutch. Oh, fuck. Drew's got too many tall boys for Drew. Right, shut the fuck What else is now? This. this is all getting edited out. If I'm editing the last 20 I would minutes, you're edited out. So. I would say the correct amount of tall boys for Drew. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Shut it's up. Brand. I've barely it's eaten. Right. I've been drunk all week, so I feel like it's like that hangover that last three days. <laughs> now I've been drunk now What a chance. What a chance. Yeah, anybody pirate looks at 40 by Drew Buffett. I'm not bragging at all, Like, but literally <laughs> I was like drinking like, almost every... Drew, no one told you to open another beer, but here oh, we are. Yeah. No, I got a Corona light, so it's okay. I saw, I saw yeah, that. It's a light, though, you know, so it has no alcohol, and it's, uh, it's a soda. Soda. <laughs> <laughs> just, I want to offer my deepest apologies electric. to anyone who's We're listened to this podcast. I, okay, I'm editing this week, and the last 20 minutes are out. All right, we should wrap it up because I'm fucking hungry. TNT. <laughs> Donald what are we singing? My, are we singing that? Is that what we're singing? T-N-T-N-T. Oh, no. oh, no, I thought we were going right to it. Oh, yeah, power. Power. I'm a power low. T-N-T. 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 Watch me. Watch me. Watch me.